0: This is Resonance 104.4 FM, you're tuned to The Bike Show. All aboard for Night Train! It's the middle of July, just a few days until the full moon, which means it's not long until the Dunwich Dynamo. Unbelievably in its 19th edition this year, this is, to my mind, London's greatest mass participation bicycle ride, bar none. Miami, Florida, Raleigh, North Carolina are not on the route. Neither is Detroit City or Atlanta, Georgia. But we are talking Finchingfield, Great Field, Framlingham, Peasenhall, and Darsham. A ride of some 110 miles or nearly 200 kilometres from the pub on the park in London Fields in Hackney all the way to the beach at Dunwich. Starting at 9pm. So it's a night ride. That's the whole point. With me to talk about the Dynamo are its creator, Patrick Field of the London School of Cycling, and many other things to London Cycling, and a couple of other folk who are planning to do something just a little bit more than the regular done run this time. We'll come to you guys in a minute, but let me start, Patrick. There are various stories about how the Dunwich Dynamo came about, but you are the man responsible. Will you give us, once and for all, the definitive, historically accurate account?
1: Yes. Uh, In the late 80s, I used to ride out to Suffolk with friends, and we often used to ride overnight. We liked it. We'd go to Dunwich sometimes and have uh, fish and chips at the cafe. And it always seemed nice because there are lots of bicycle events that start early in the morning for people who like to get up early, but it's nice to have something for lazy people who start to get a bit frisky on a Saturday night, and there's a guy called Jez Hastings who's moved to Scotland, and I was talking to him about wouldn't it be great if we promoted a ride to Dunwich as, you know, something people could do, you know, get people riding overnight, and he said, well, let's do it. So he's he's the co-parent of the Dunwich Dynamo, and we set it up, it was Promoted by Mosquito Bikes in the Essex Road, and we ran it as a pay-to-enter all-nighter. So, what these days are called sportives, or not quite? I guess an audax. I I guess. Or not? Was it officially sanctioned in any way? No, definitely not. And it the 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 kind of theory was that there are lots of hundred-k rides, like London to Brighton, London to Cambridge, London to Oxford, which are, are good. But because they're for charity, there's this kind of slightly masochistic idea that, you know, you're doing it for someone else. And then there's cycle sport, which is beautiful, but much too hard for anyone sensible. You know, it's like hard, 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 disappointing. And so we wanted something that was a little bit more ambitious, you know, that got people thinking that they could actually ride their bikes to get somewhere properly, but definitely frivolous. It was also... Kind of tying in vaguely with rave culture and the idea of going and doing something in a field in the countryside. And did it take off to begin with? I mean, was uh, it an instant hit? Uh, it was an instant hit with the people who liked it.
0: And so, how many people are we talking? How uh, many people
1: are we talking about? It was. There was always a deadly number where you covered the fixed costs above which you start to which make money. Which was about what three hundred, maybe. And so you were hit, You were at 300 most of the way? Some, or... some years we lost money. You could lose quite a lot of money, you could make quite a lot of money, because once you've covered the fixed costs, you buy someone a breakfast for £6, and they pay you £15. But if you miss the, the target, you can lose a lot of money as well, because it was lots of four village halls, controls, lots of starts, v- lots of vans carrying luggage out. and So it's changed in character and become a little bit more of a turn up and go ride now it's just a pound for a route sheet and whatever breakfast costs on the beach yeah the the route sheet is free yeah once it was established it was clear that it didn't people didn't need to pay you know obviously it costs but you know if you just let people ride it then they can spend their money on whatever they want if they want to spend their money on breakfast if they want to spend their money on you know renting a truck for someone to drive out and pick them up or if they want to have a bottle of champagne on the beach that's fine. Yeah, it's, it became, uh, yeah, around the turn of the century, I I got a bit tired of it, to be honest, because I could never ride when I, you know, I was zooming around in a van with a big roll of cash. And also, you know what, some, some people with bikes, sometimes they quetch a bit, you know, and I, I remember one guy saying that he was complaining that his bike might get scratched in the lorry. And I said, well, you know, not to worry, you know, it's only a bike, don't get too stressed about it. And he said, yeah, but it's such a long way. People like to come on their best bike. And, you know, it isn't even 200k. You know, I just thought, I've had enough of this. Well, you are uh,
0: an old hand of long-distance cycle, uh, cycle riding, including the Paris-Brest Paris, which is really the, you know, the uh, blue-ribboned event of the, mm. the hard men of long-distance cycling. But I think for most people, 200km is... A challenge yeah. and then add that the nighttime thing these are the sort of the, well, the the
1: twin challenges of this ride but in a way I think riding at night is is easier in lots of ways because there are no distractions you know when I'm riding during the day I'm always seeing duck ponds and windmills and folk museums and cafes and places where I could stop but if it's the middle of the night nothing's open you know either you're going to ride or what, what else are you going to do you know it's kind of Pure in that way. Also, it was a recumbent ride from the beginning. We, you know, I'm a recumbent rider, and um, riding at night is good for recumbents because they're so safe. You know, like if you crash one, you don't really hurt yourself. And so, how many people are you
0: expecting this coming Saturday?
1: Well, the beautiful thing, nobody has to count them. You know, who, it doesn't matter.
0: Um, I'm just going to try and close this window. We're getting a bit of uh, noise. Would uh, one of my guests just do a wonderful duty? Thanks, Leo. Um, And while uh, Leo uh, closes the window to keep the sounds of One Life Left doing their show preparations out, oh, that's altogether better. I will introduce um, Rosie Downs. Welcome to the show, Rosie. Thank you. You have ridden the Dunwich Dynamo before, but this time you're going to be riding it and doing something a bit more.
2: Yes. Um, A few months ago, for some reason, after a few pints in the pub, I decided it would be a good idea to announce that I was going to do the Dunnage Dynamo there and back, Um, which I'm now slightly terrified about. Um, But we'll see how it goes.
0: So that's double the distance and double the time and double the effects of sleep deprivation.
2: Exactly, yes. And a lot of time without any pubs open or shops to be able to buy any food or water. Or Yeah, I'm a bit terrified.
0: And Leo, you are doing something which I think is maybe almost more of an endurance challenge. Tell us what you're going to be doing this Saturday.
3: I thought, I think it was a pub thing as well, uh, after last year's. And I knew the London Cycle Hire scheme was coming out uh, in the next month. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll do it next year on one of those. Because, hey, I've done it on a road bike. I don't want to do the same thing next year. So, um yeah just thought i'd try that and so then. you're
0: going to be riding it on a boris bike in other words essentially one is. of these super lightweight you know all <laughs> carbon boris bikes for those who aren't listening in london are uh, the town bike scheme um that has been introduced yeah a year ago almost um, and there are these very sturdy three-speed bikes um with very low gearing and and, and 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 you know quite hard work to ride have you done any preparation have you tried riding one of these for any length of time because i I think it's said that one of the reasons why most of the journeys are less than half an hour which is of course the free period where you don't have to pay to use it is because people wouldn't want to ride one of these things for more than half an hour
3: i think i think they are designed for very short use i cycled an hour um, around regent's park in a circle the other day and i was in pretty bad pain but um yeah and then i did swain's lane the week before twice which is i think london's steepest sort of incline in the city and uh on the lowest gear which is about 33 gear inches i think it was i could only do it on that it was still very very hard and um yeah so they're they're 23 kilos so um it'll be interesting
1: Patrick, are quite in the spirit of this event, right? Yeah, it's been done on choppers, it's been done on Bromptons. Two guys um, set off to ride it on unicycles, but I don't think they made it one year. I, I the... found them under a tree in Sybil, Headingham. The control was at Great Waldingfield, it's only about another 10 k, and I said, don't wait there, boys, you know, there's there's tea and coffee, you know, 40 minutes down the road, let's get going. I... And and then I saw that they had these uh, circus bikes, and I said, oh, yeah, maybe you better wait. <laughs>
0: So we must talk about the food stop, because in my view, the food stop has become um, a victim of its own success. And what this is, is a, um, a village hall, which is opened up by the good residents of the village. Which village, village is it this year? Uh, Sybil Headingham, same as last year. Sybil Headingham. OK, so they open up um, their village hall and provide some very good value sustenance to the cyclists. But there's just too many people and the queues go out of the the village
1: hall you know around the village and back again yeah i think the thing is to be self-sufficient the the point of the hall is that people can get water you know there's a toilet they can wash their face clean their teeth you know just generally do the things that you do in the morning to make the day go with a a swing gives people a place to regroup but yeah it's
0: yeah i mean the last two times i've done it i've taken my own food Mm. and been extremely grateful for just being able to sit down and not have to stand up in uh you know in cleated shoes um, for 40 minutes waiting for you know a, a, a delicious, admittedly,
1: bowl of um, cold pasta salad. Yeah, uh, the other thing that's happening which is something that also comes from the, the continental tradition, the Paris Breast, that kind of thing because Jez Hastings, the, the co-founder of the Dunwich Dynamo, he at the time had ridden the Paris Breast. I, I hadn't at that time ridden it. Um, and is the Front Garden Cafe where people just f- fry food in their front garden and serve coffee which is fantastic because that's you know the people of the route enjoying the event and it's that's really beautiful just to stop in someone's garden and have a cup of coffee and a bacon sandwich
0: because one of the things that I really like about it is is the sights and the glimpses into different lives that you get going along at this time of the night did you either of you find that I mean I remember one time looking into someone's back garden and there was a kind of wedding reception, I think it was in Essex somewhere, and it was sort of definitely the, the tail end of, uh, you know, my big fat Greek wedding going on in, an, in a, you know, and it's just a completely different little microcosm of a whole other world where I was sort of on the hmm. bicycle in the dark, you know, looking at these white lines in front of me and they were there, you know, doing Come On Eileen in the marquee.
2: I've never seen a wedding reception, but I do love that a lot of people on the route come out and, and just cheer because they know that the Dunwich Dynamo is happening and they just want to cheer everyone on. So as soon as you hit, I think it's North Weald, you've got people kind of coming out and hanging out over their fences and just cheering everyone on. So, uh, it's encouraging, it's good.
3: Yeah, it was fantastic last year. It, it, it was, we saw pretty interesting sights. Um, one of them was uh, coming down into Sudbury, I think, uh, that nice long hill into Sudbury, and we stopped on on this bridge, and we weren't we were very quiet actually. But uh, one of the residents just saw us, and he kind of came out, and he he uh, he wasn't very happy because uh, all these other people before us had I think they'd been disturbing them, and he came out in. Um, in his leather pants and and that's it and uh, you know kind of kicked off a couple of times and uh, we were very apologetic and he was just saying
2: you know every
3: bloody year (laughs) so um, yeah that was one of them
1: Yeah I like the the idea of hundreds maybe thousands of people passing through in this ghostly way I mean it's we should all encourage people not to make unwelcome noise in villages because it's not necessary and the other one is dropping litter you know like Uh, those uh, sweetie packets that uh, racing cyclists use, you know, people throwing them in the hedge, it's pathetically unnecessary but, you know, the idea that a thousand people can go through and nobody knows you know they've just gone like ghosts that i think that's also yeah, very there, glamorous that, that
0: feeling of stolen time while while the world sleeps you're you know pushing on through and your wheels are spinning and you're i mean i ride with a dynamo and so you get that even that feeling of creating your own light which is uh, which is which is really nice other images that come to mind obviously there's the there's the jam jars sort of marking the route in a slightly... Well, they don't really mark the route. They just kind of remind you that you're on the route. And so if you haven't seen one for a few miles, these little jam jars with a candle inside, you know that maybe something's, something's gone wrong.
3: I never, actually, I never actually saw one of those, um, but I do just love the the stream of red lights in front of you and the, all you can hear is the, the whirring of wheels and that's it pretty much. And it's quite cathartic, I think stories are a legion one of my favourites is back in the
1: commercial days a guy was driving a van and he was just taking a break and he parked near this turn which comes just after Great Waldingfield, that's the the easiest turn on the route to miss where you carry on to Lavenham and he saw three guys carry straight on to Lavenham as he was stopping having a quiet cigarette and he chased after them shouting stop, 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 stop And, and they stopped and said what, what, what and he said You're going the wrong way. And they said, no, we're going to Bury St Edmunds to buy some fags. (laughs) That was very beautiful. And
0: Rosie, I I am very impressed by the idea that you're going to get to the beach, which is the moment of end for everybody and relief, and then you are going to... Have a swim, have a fried breakfast and then just come back no, again.
2: No, none of that. I'm I'm a bit worried that if I if I hang around for too long then my legs will seize up, so I'm basically gonna get there, have a sandwich and leave within five minutes.
0: Wow. And and have you done lots of training for this?
2: No, I did. About a month ago, I realised that I hadn't done any training whatsoever, and I probably should start thinking about that. So I wrote up a training schedule, and I was going to go to spin classes and do 70 milers after work. I think I've managed about two in the last month. Uh, So I'm not very well equipped, but I have a lot of uh, enthusiasm. So we'll see how it goes.
0: And any tips for people who are thinking about doing it or are doing it for the first time or thinking about turning up on... Because you can turn up on and go on Saturday. You don't need to have made a booking or paid anybody anything. You might not have bought a ticket on the coach home, but you could always ride a little bit further on to... Ipswich or Darsham, I think they're putting on extra trains, aren't they, Patrick?
1: Uh, they've changed the timetable. There are no extra trains, but I was on Darsham Station last week and there's an extra... they've changed the time, so I'm guessing the trains will be bigger with carriages, but I, I wouldn't rely on that because it is, by the book, four train, four bikes a train and the trains only go every two hours. But so. you, can, you can go on, in other words, you can go on to
0: Ipswich or, as I did a couple of years ago, to Harwich, mm-hmm. which was quite interesting... I tried to stick as close as I could to the coast and it ended, I ended up having to take three ferries of a progressively larger size. The first ferry was just a man in a rowing boat who I had to summon from the side where he was on to my side by waving this large white flag. Um, on, on the on the bank of this creek, and then he sort of rode over, and I gave him th- three quid, which was the fare, and he rode me across. And then there was a slightly larger launch at the next thing, and then sort of proper ferry thing getting me over to Harwich. But that's another way of doing it, which I, I thought was great. Fantastic, yeah. But for people who haven't done it before, what
1: should they eat, drink, wear? Eat well before you set off. Carry... Plenty of spare food that you like eating. Make sure you've got water. Make sure you've got sunblock. Make sure you've got enough clothes that you can be warm when you're still. So if you want to stop and have a little sleep in a bus shelter, you've got enough clothes to be warm, or if it's cold in the morning on the beach. Um, And then not to worry about it. You know, don't waste any energy on the idea. You know, it's soft country. It's not like you're crossing the desert. And to think about, all right, I'll ride to... Epping Forest, OK, I'll ride across Essex. And when you're riding across Essex, you can always think, well, I can always turn around and go home. You know, not to make a big deal of the whole problem. And then when, you know, you'll get there. Well, there are, of course, people who can't
0: do the Dunwich Dynamo because they're living in the wrong part of the country. But the um, enterprising folk of the West Country have come up with their own version. and It's been running for a few years. I have not done it. It's called the Exmouth Exodus, but... A couple of you have
1: done it right? Rosie you've done it.
2: I haven't done it oh, yet. No you haven't you're going I'm to, do it. to do it. This year.
1: Okay, Patrick you have done it. I've done it a few times, yeah, and you can do it all from London in 24 hours. It goes from Bristol, Clifton up above Bristol to Exmouth. And the advantage it has over the Dunwich Dynamo, more hills, more scenery obviously, and also there's a train station in Exmouth. So you can do the ride, have a swim, have a breakfast, take the train to Exeter, take the train, you know, be back in Paddington, you know. It, I've done it Eat comfortably in less than 24 hours, so it's it's doable from London. And how does it compare with the the original and the best? It's smaller and not so quirky. You know, um, the nice thing about the Danish Dynamo is it is mixed ability. You know, the, there are all kinds of riders. The, the Exmouth Exodus... I think the times I've ridden it, there's like maybe 100, somewhere around 100 riders, maybe a few more, maybe a few less, but they're all basically kind of bikey people. You know, you don't get some of the weirdness that you get on the Dunwich Dynamo. I think, maybe I'm biased. Well, Leo, you're definitely representing the weirdness. Thanks. Um,
0: are you feeling trepidatious looking ahead?
3: No. Um, well, <laughs> I injured my ankle yesterday, actually, and I have to go see. Uh, this evening um, at the doctor's or the A uh, and E and see if it's actually serious or not. And um, but even still, I have an, every intention of finishing. And everyone, anyone can do this. Uh, last year there were grandmas doing it, kids doing it, people and tandems, parents with their kids asleep in the front of the Christiania. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a very doable ride for anyone which so I, I absolutely encourage anyone to do it and it's an experience um well you won't forget yeah
0: and do you think you'll get left behind because these boris bikes are quite lowly gear, or geared quite lowly what's the maximum gear it's like
3: 60 uh, it's something 60 uh, 60 okay i'm actually going to leave earlier i think so that people catch up to me i suppose in a way um you don't just get left behind yeah exactly i'd rather i'd rather leave earlier then arrive really late because, well, I'm catching a coach back and I don't want to hold the coach up because it could be...
1: You won't hold the coach up.
3: (laughs) Uh, No, the coach will go without
0: you. Um, You'll have a long ride home. There has been this thing I've noticed about people leaving a little
1: bit on the early side it, what do you feel about that, Patrick? Um, well, it irritates me a little bit. You can't invent free, something free and give it away and then complain about how people use it. So that's, that's a health warning. But no, there are, there are people... Cycle sport is fantastic. You can learn a lot from cycle sport. But to take part in cycle sport, you need humility and fortitude. You know, it's humiliation and pain. And there, are, there's a certain category of person, mostly men, I have to say, who l- love the free of cycle sport as m- many people do, as I do. They don't; they're not tough-minded enough to take part in cycle sport. So they enter things that aren't races and try and win them, which is a bit tragic, really. And I think if you want to be make it into a little bit of a race. It's not a race, but if you want to make it a bit of a challenge, the thing to do is to wait and leave later. That's the thing. That's how it used to be. It used to be, you know, the tourists set off at six o'clock and the super tourists at eight o'clock and the super super tourists, you know, midnight, one A. M. They know, they're in the pub on the park, like daring each other, No, I'm not going yet. No, no, I'm not going yet. And then they go through all the casuals and they can encourage them and you know help them if they're having some kind of crisis you know and enjoy the spirit of it and obviously those people don't need to eat for 200k you know the speedy people or they can just munch on a banana or two and zip through and arrive but as i say you know it's free anybody can do whatever they like you know if you like riding at night you know check the dunwich dynamo
0: Okay well Patrick you um are making another contribution to the world of London cycling with a book that's coming out very soon um that you have contributed your ride knowledge—you invented a bunch of rides for this Time
1: Out guide to cycling in London. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, when invented is probably not exactly the right verb. There, um, you know, it's there's nothing original. You know, it's it's I've, I've what's there's uh, that word that they use about museums. I've curated some rides. That's the the word of the moment, isn't it? Um, and yeah, it's published by Time Out, twelve ninety nine. I haven't actually seen it, but the They're just rides, you know, short rides, long rides, trying to go to interesting places. Um, And one of the highlights for me, the editor suggested this. I didn't even think it was a good idea, but it covers the Olympic road race route. Oh, very nice. Which is very exciting, you know, to go and ride the Olympic road race route and imagine yourself being touched by greatness, you know, in preparation for watching it on TV or scoping out where you're going to stand and, you know, As they go past, breathe in and try and, you know, inhale some of the spiritual wisdom that they carry. Without
0: the 11 laps of uh, that's optional. That's optional. (laughs) Well, one of the prices that we've paid um, for the 2012 Olympics is uh, the loss of the Eastway cycle circuit. And there are plans afoot to bring something of a velo park
1: back to northeast London. Patrick, you wanted to update yeah, us on the yeah, latest. Yeah, um, Eastway, which was a fantastic facility, very heavily used. It's where the Dunwich Dynamo used to start, in fact, back in the day. Um, it was sacrificed for the Olympic Park. There was a lot of work went into producing a, a pretty acceptable, pretty good plan to build a nice Parkland circuit. And then, without warning, some other branch of the legacy people came up with another plan which is significantly inferior and there's an argument going on at the moment about and the olympic movement or whatever you know the the games people seem to be split but i noticed that the hackney council free sheet had a lot of very one-sided information in it against against the idea of a. building a bike racing circuit or pretending that the alternative plan is a useful bike racing circuit so it's definitely something to watch during the next year and into the legacy period that we need a good eastway legacy. I mean it's anything people can do to get involved and make their voice heard. Um if you search for the Eastway Users Group yeah and you can they they usually tip people off when it's time to uh to, to send in a letter of objection to something. OK. I, I think the consultation on the last thing has just changed. OK, well, duly noted. Thank you very much, Patrick
0: Field, Leo Tong, Rosie Downs for coming in on the show. Very good luck on the, your rides on Saturday and I shall see you... Barry Mason. Barry Mason. Yes, we haven't mentioned Barry Mason. Dunwich Dynamo legend. Sadly lost... Um, we were at his funeral last week. We are actually going to be doing a proper radiophonic tribute to Barry. Fantastic. But right. You can't will...
1: mention the Dunnish Dynamo without mentioning and Barry And it will Mason. be Sorry.
0: beyond all doubt on Saturday that Barry Mason has a posse. Until next week, thanks for listening to The Bike Show. Next up is One Life Left. Hello podcast listeners and the first thing I want to say is thank you everyone who's bought a jersey. We've sold quite a few and that means there'll be um, quite a nice little bike show Peloton um, come August. And finally you may have followed if you're a long time listener to the show the coverage of the Dunwich Dynamo that we've done on the show in the past. The first couple of times I did it in the sort of traditional way going out there with a microphone, talking to people, uh, recording what had happened. The most recent time, which I think was a couple of years ago, we did it in a kind of crowd-sourced way um, using a really cool audio blogging service called Audio Boo, which is based in Southwark, just down the road from Resonance FM. And it's a free service to use, and you can use it if you've got an iPhone or if you've got um, an Android phone. And basically, you download a little app that sits on your phone that's for free and you record things, little snippets of um, what happens to you on the ride, interview somebody, just record the sound of whatever's happening, the your pot of pasta boiling before you hit the road or record the sound of the night or your swim on the beach. Anything that you think is worth recording and is interesting. And we will compile them all together and make a collage, a kind of sound collage for broadcast on Resonance FM. So the way to do it is to record your snippets and then tag them with the tag DD19 and that will enable us to identify them once they're into the audio boo system and therefore available on the net. And we'll be able to um, download them and uh, put them together into a lovely collage for broadcast. So please do that. Uh, The more people, the better. If you've got a kind of dictaphone or any kind of digital recorder, we might be able to get that to work too might be a bit difficult if you're recording onto tape. But if you've got a kind of digital dictaphone that records um, digital files, then take that as well um, or instead. But I think the best way is definitely if you've got um, an iPhone or an Android phone is to download the Audioboo app. You will need to do that and create an Audioboo account before the ride starts. But once you're on the move, um, you should be away and it should be very, very easy. And the sound quality is really excellent. So thank you very much for doing that. I really look forward to the results. I will be doing the same on my ride and I look forward to seeing you at the pub on the park. Have a great Dunwich Dynamo. Until next week, goodbye.